Brian Sextexton, John O'Shea, Ashley Sutherland. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Drive Time Wednesday morning brought to you by the Duval Motor Company. Only five days away from Game 1, Week 1, Indianapolis Colt coming to town on Sunday. As we get back on the practice field for some sense of normalcy getting back into a normal schedule, if you can call this normal, as we bring in Brian Sexton and John Osier. And Brian, we listened to Doug Marone's press conference on Monday, and, and one thing that stood out is he started the press conference saying, you know, four months ago, if you would have told me we'd be here week one, confident we're playing a game on Sunday, I definitely would have had my doubts, and I think we all did. Well, I, I would have told you I thought they would have had it back this season up because when we first started discussing this, that's what it looked like was going to happen. And you see what some college conferences have done as well. Um, I, I've said it before, Roger Goodell gets a lot of people shooting arrows at him, but he has done a tremendous job, whether it was keeping the league on calendar with the draft and, and making that happen, and of course it came off magnificently, um, and putting the right people in place and asking the right questions about how teams could deal with this and could stay safe. Um, a lot of people have gone into it. It's not just the commissioner, but it was his leadership. And, um, you know, hopefully now people continue to do the things they've done so that we don't have any interruption to the season. But um, I thought they might get something going. Now I think there's a good chance they get the entire thing done. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. What changes now when teams start traveling and visiting other stadiums? But, John, the optimist that you are always and ever, you always thought we were going to play a full season, right? Well, I mean, my glass is completely full, not half full in my life, as you know, Schlen. <laughs> but um, I, I'm not surprised that the season is opening on Sunday, even going back to maybe July or June, we're talking about this. What I am a little surprised with is that, as Brian mentioned, it looks so optimistic. I've been pleasantly surprised that uh, training camp around the league has not been full of sort of uh, spikes and bubbles and news about guys going on the reserve list. There's been some of that, but I think everybody would agree that the protocols to date have done a remarkable job of keeping it out of buildings. And really, the players deserve credit. I know it's just training camp. They haven't traveled yet. but it doesn't sound like a whole lot of people have been unsafe away and tried to bring it in. So if that continues, that's the key. So I, I get that it's about traveling this weekend and whatnot, but as Brian said, I don't think anybody would have predicted that it would have gone as smoothly as it's done so far. Credit to everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Also starts with the players, everyone holding themselves accountable, holding that locker room accountable for every single team in the league. So let's get into big things, shall we? Big thing one is something new. It's a shift we saw around the draft. The Duval does. And I remember Coach Marone saying at the end of the draft, what is so wrong with drafting good guys who are doing the right thing? That's definitely been the shift in the offseason. We're seeing it in training camp. We're seeing it with the 53 guys that made this roster. Doug Marone says we're putting team first this season. The talk for, for the players, the rallying for the players, the team first attitude um, that you have. I think that, you know, that, that's exciting because, you know, you, you're, you, you feel that there's some years you go in and you're like, okay, if we hit adversity, which way are we going to go? You know, and, and you really don't know until you hit it. 
but this team, I feel very confident in, in handling any type of adversity. And, and we'll get adversity, not, not just on the field, but off the field, you know, everything, um, you know, that's going on. And, and it'll be, you know, throughout the year. Uh, but I feel confident in, in this football team being able to handle uh, anything that's thrown at them. Big thing, too, is where did he come from? Phillip Rivers has this team's number. There is no other way to put it. The Jaguars' defense is notorious for having trouble stopping this guy. Now, thankfully for the Jaguars, they have the privilege of playing him twice a season now as the new quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's always um, you know, been able to do a heck of a job versus us. I have a lot of respect for him. He's, he's done that to a lot of football teams. and. You know, coming in here and not seeing the film and not seeing, you know, what they're doing schematically or anything of that nature, um, you know, it's tough. You know, you take a quarterback, you're really not going to show him a lot of things that he probably hasn't seen before. So, you know, for us, it's just a matter of, you know, how do we, how do we you know, defend them? And finally, big thing three is test time. They've practiced, they have studied. We know the Jaguars' run defense needed to get better, and it's something they've been working on throughout the season, throughout training camp, and in the offseason with acquisitions such as the guy you're seeing right now, Joe Schobert. With Marlon Mack coming into town, the Colts running back, new draft pick Jonathan Taylor, they have very high expectations for him in Indianapolis. It is going to be a test, to say the least, but a huge test with this running game coming in on Sunday. We're really going to see what has happened with this run defense with all the moves they've been making. But Brian and John, let's go. Let's start with big thing two. And Brian, I know that you've definitely been paying attention to this. You're a big fan of Philip Rivers, how he carries himself, how he plays the game. But the numbers that you showed me yesterday are definitely alarming. This defense is in for a true test against him, and they've had trouble seasons and seasons and seasons ago. Well, and, and I wrote that headline, where did he come from? Because there have been so many other moves in the AFC South, you know, whether it was Deshaun Watson and his big contract or Jadavian Clowney signing with the Titans or Derrick Henry or, you know, you just name them. There's just been so many other issues in the South that people just sort of saw maybe that Phillip Rivers signed with the Colts and let it go. And so here we are opening week and it's full frontal. The Jaguars are two and seven against this guy. They're two and four at home against him. Um, you go back to that 2004 draft and, and Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. Same thing with Ben Roethlisberger. So what I'm about to say it sounds ridiculous, but I love this guy. It's the guy I would have wanted to be my quarterback. He's got that John Elway-esque competitiveness to him that I just, I find so appealing. Um, he's, he's big, he's strong. He gets rid of the ball in a hurry. He's got a terrific offensive line. Um, if you want to beat the Colts on Sunday, it's going to be on your secondary. You know, in coverage, these guys are going to have to be on their assignments because it's going to be tough to get to Phillip Rivers. John, we talk about Phillip Rivers, but I know you obviously being in Indy for some time and, and you've been talking to all kinds of Colts people this week. They're also expecting big-time run offense, definitely relying on that this year. So Brian mentions the secondary. What else does Jaguars defense have to do? Well, a couple things. Um, first of all, I get that Phillip Rivers has had great success against the Jags, but typically speaking, when the Jags have been good, they've done okay against Phillip Rivers. They haven't been very good during Phillip Rivers' career, and Phillip Rivers has beaten them. When the Jags were good in 17, they beat Phillip Rivers. So there may be a little something where it's not just Phillip Rivers, it's that the Jaguars have struggled for so long and he's been really good. 
to stop him, to me, the key is how good is this run defense? I know we're going to talk about it later. This pass rush, even with the loss of Ngakwe, I think can be pretty good. My question is, will they be in pass rush situations enough to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen, to let Chase on be the guy that we think he can be? So it's all going to come back to the run defense. I know we're going to talk about that later, but that's going to be the key for me throughout the season. If they can get to Phillip Rivers, which means stopping the run, then I think they can do okay this weekend. It's a huge question for me this weekend. Remember, though, Brian, I, you know, they beat him in 17, and they had to go to overtime to do it. And he's had at least three yeah. touchdowns in every game he's played against them. Phillip Rivers is a hell of a quarterback, and he has confounded the Jaguars every time they've played except 2007 when the Jaguars' running game was really, really strong. It's not as simple as just stopping the run to beat this guy. He's had Peyton Manning-esque numbers over his career against this team. And we just mentioned the run defense. It's funny, I was talking to Tony Baselli in a TV segment, and I was talking about how, you know, it seems like they've made a big improvement on the run defense. Joe Schobert's looked great in camp, and he's like, Ashlyn, how do you know? They barely tackled. They haven't played any games. I'm hearing all this hype about how the Jaguars' run defense is fixed, but we really don't know. And, and he does have a great point is we haven't seen any preseason games. We really don't know going into Sunday, Brian, if it truly is fixed. No, there's, there's no way to know until they play. And, and I get the focus on the defensive line, but you showed a photo of Joe Schobert, and I think he's as important to this as anything. And the numbers that they paid to get him from Cleveland tell you that they think the exact same thing. They need a sure tackler in the middle. Obviously, they've got other guys around, but I think Schobert's going to be a key. It's, it's one of the big matchups this week. Absolutely going to look more in those matchups when we come back on Jags Drive Time. When we come back, some Ashlyn Ass pulling out the whiteboards here. Week one of the regular season coming up. Hey, Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Welcome 
Welcome back to Dodge Drive Time. Wednesday morning brought to you by the Duval Motor Company. And game day is just around the corner, five days away. We can't wait to be Duval together again. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe at TIAA Bank this fall. From cashless concessions to contactless entry, visit jaguars.com stadium to learn more. Coming back on Jag Drive Time went over big things all about that run defense going into Sunday's game against the Colts. And because it is Wednesday, we have the whiteboards out. For Ashlyn asked all kinds of questions going into this first game of the regular season. John, did you have a board? Oh my gosh. I was about to say, do not tell me you don't have your board ready for week one. Ashlyn asked, number one. Which of the 16 rookies are you looking to on Sunday to make an impact against the Colts? We have all kinds of all kinds of rookies. So which one are you paying attention to? They're writing, they're working, please hold. I have to wait to write mine because they might take mine. Ugh. Technology. Brian Sexton, you look ready. C.J. Henderson, um, I'll go with the most obvious right out of the gate. First round draft choice at a premium position against Phillip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, they better see something from him. I, I thought he had a good camp. He didn't stand out as being wow, right, like Jalen Ramsey did when he came in, but he stood out as belonging, and this is not too big for him. And I think he's going to be a terrific player in time. Uh, we're going to find out. Right around the draft, your guy Dan Mullen told us that he was the first one on the practice field and the last one to leave, and that his work ethic would make the difference in his career. I'll tell you, he worked hard during training camp, so I'm anxious to watch him on Sunday because you know T.Y. Hilton is a guy who can make a lot of guys look bad. We're hearing all kinds of great things about Paris Campbell as well, and those Colts receivers as a whole looking to take a step in the right direction this year. So talk about a big test on Sunday for C.J. Henderson. John Osier, what do you have? Well, there's so many, first of all. When you've got 16, that's, uh, <laughs> that's more than a quarter of the team. So there's a lot to choose from. I'm going to go with another obvious one, uh, James Robinson, the uh, rookie free agent running back who's going to start. And I expect uh, him not only start, but I expect him to get most of the carries to be the go-to back as much as possible. It'll be more broken up uh, between him and uh, Divina Zigbo than it was with Leonard Fournette in any back. But he's going to get a lot of carries. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I, I think he will be as good as the Jaguars offensive line allows him to be. Um, and I think he will, uh, you know, I don't know about 100 yards, but I don't think you'll look out there and say, oh my goodness, this is an undrafted rookie. He's very capable of doing this. Undrafted rookies have played well in that position. It's a position where a lowly drafted player can come in as a rookie and do well. I expect him to be fine. John, you were on him Big early. Test. You talked about him before anybody else even mentioned him. What did you see that gave you a sense that he was worth your time to follow early on? Well, in camp, it, it's always hard to tell in camp because when we come on here and say, boy, a running back looked good in camp, especially this camp, it means they looked good without getting hit, and it means they were moving quickly. But you really didn't see a major difference in quickness or in the ability to hit the hole 
in the ability to what you thought were moving away from the defenders in the right way between he and Fournette. Now, again, it's all about what happens when you get hit and when you're in NFL competition. But the big thing that I thought was 4,444 yards in college, 44 touchdowns, really doesn't matter the level of competition. He's used to carrying the ball. He is used to being the go-to running back. And a lot of people thought he was going to get drafted. So it was really just a case of looking at the draft and saying, okay, a lot of people thought this guy would be a fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. He got overlooked. So he has the resume of a guy who can come in and be a, quote, surprise. We'll see if he can be. And as of right now, that's the starting running back on the Jaguars depth chart. Take that as you wish, whatever that means. And he'll join me on Instagram Live tonight at 6. We'll learn much more about him. We haven't even had the chance to talk to the Jaguars starting running back as of now. I have the other obvious. Colin Johnson, LaVisca Chenault, we've heard such great things. We've seen such great things. Let's see what they can do in a game if they get any throws their way. They've made spectacular catches all of training camp, but let's see what happens when the lights go on. All right, Ashland asks number two, a matchup you are paying attention to, Jaguars versus Colt on Sunday. I have misplaced my eraser. Please hold. All right, John Ogier, Brian Sexton, matchup you are paying attention to. Who's ready? I'll be ready. Go for it. And this isn't a true one-on-one -on -one matchup because Josh Allen's not going against Phillip Rivers. But Josh <laughs> Allen, I expect, you know, this is star player versus star player. And uh, Josh Allen, I've been saying all offseason, to me, he's the key to the franchise moving forward. He's the hope. I have more hope for him than I have a top 10 pick for this franchise since I've been back here. Uh, you would like to see him putting Rivers on the ground. You would like to see him standing up after sacking Rivers, Rivers having some smack talk and Josh Allen just kind of waving him off, which I'm sure he will. You'd like to see a little bit of that and Josh Allen looking like, I'm the guy, I'm ready to be Von Miller for this team. I'm ready to be an impact player. I would like him to win that battle on Sunday. Great things from Josh Allen for you and Ozone Podcast. Definitely learned a lot about him listening to that. All right, Brian, what do you have? Do I'll you go have? with uh, Joe Schobert versus Ryan Kelly. Uh, the Colts just made Kelly the highest paid center in the game. He's obviously on a terrific offensive line. The Jaguars have made some moves up front, but the guy that they brought in from Cleveland, Joe Schobert, is the key to the run defense. Uh, Jags play a 4-3. You know, he's going to see Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly's going to be looking for number 47. So we'll get a look at DeShobert and his impact on Sunday based on how he does against the best center in the game. All right. I like it. I have James Robinson versus Colts linebacker Darius Leonard. Colts defense, simple yet effective. Their offense is all hyped up. Could be one of the best in the league. Haven't heard a lot about their defense Big test, however, because obviously Darius Leonard, a very talented player for the Colts. We'll see what happens with that running game as we come back. That's Ashlyn Ass. Oh, I'm sorry, we have one more. Hold your horses, Schlen. Score predictions. I know it's only Wednesday, but give them to me. What do we think in Sunday? We can be optimistic. We can be realistic. But what are we thinking the score will be on Sunday, fellas? Quickly. 
Well, I'll take this one. Um, I'll, I'll go with the Colts in a close one. Um, it's so tough to do this because we haven't seen either team play. Um, <laughs> I know. But you have 16 rookies, and Phillip Rivers is coming in here. And so I'll go with the Colts in, in what could be a very sloppy game. In uh, Call it a field goal, 24-21. Oh, all right. Close game. John, what are you thinking? I'm saying Colts 35, Jags 31, because I see it playing out like this. I think the Jags, a young team, will have some hiccups. I can sort of see them getting behind early and people going, oh, okay, here we go, young team, whatever. But then I think what Doug said at the top of the show is real. I think this team will handle adversity. I think you've got a lot of guys pulling in the right direction. I think you've got a lot of Twitter geniuses that were on this team who are now gone, who won't be fraying the movement toward getting better. So I think they'll come back. I think they'll make it close. I think the Jaguars will have a chance to win. And inexperience, which could catch up with them a lot this year, could cost them. But I think they make it closer than you think, and I think they overcome some adversity. High scoring as well. Much high scoring than my prediction, which is 24 to 13 Colts. We'll see what happens, but I think we all can agree it's going to be a close game. It always is in the division. Always a dogfight. When we come back, we visit the Ozone Mailbag here on Jaguars Drive Time. With over 100 years of experience, Duval Motor Company knows experience counts, both on the field and under the hood. That's why all of their service departments are staffed by certified professionals who take pride in servicing any make and model, not just the vehicles they sell. Keeping your vehicles on the road is what drives Duval Motor Company. They know how much you depend on your car, and you can depend on them to put service first. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com Football is back. And Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars are ready to win. Visit Jaguars.com and join us at the bank. Season tickets mean you'll be there in person for a Thursday night matchup with the Dolphins, a rivalry game against the Steelers, and crucial contests with our AFC South Division opponents. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe and ensure we can be Duval together this fall. Limited capacity seats remain. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000 and lock in your seats for the 2020 season. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. This Sunday's game is brought to you by TIAA Bank. TIAA Bank, created to serve, built to perform. Alrighty, we're back. Jags drive time Wednesday morning, going to Fernadina Beach, right down the road, to Mr. CJ, who has a question for John Osier. After seeing Leonard Fournette comments on finally having a quarterback, I feel like I saw why he was cut. That is so unprofessional and an uncalled shot at Gardner. John, what are we thinking about this? Whatever. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I thought this about Ronnie Harrison last week. I think about it this week. You know. 
instead of criticizing the former team, maybe the players who leave and criticize should look in the mirror and wonder, why didn't I do more? Why wasn't I pulling in the right direction? You know, it's, it, it, it's a player's league and everybody blames. Just go play and maybe, just maybe, the quarterbacks wanted better play from the running back. I don't know. Is that possible? I have a bit of a different take on this. Um, Leonard finally got to the top of the mountain, right? I mean, credit to Blake Bortles. He got the team to the AFC Championship game. Uh, Gardner Minshew is a self-made, self-described gym rat kind of guy. And so he has played with two guys who you know, had to work hard to play their best. And now all of a sudden he showed up with the, uh, the Yogi Master, you know? I mean, he's gotten to the top of the mountain. Probably shouldn't have. Said well, maybe it. if the Jags traded for Ezekiel Elliott, Gardner Minshew could say he was with real. He was with a real running back. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you you can always say that. I get it. Number you know, four I mean, overall pick in the draft. Be better. Probably should have. Probably could have said it in a different <laughs> way. And and we're all, by the way, guilty yes. of saying things the wrong way, especially in this business. But he is with Tom Brady, so I kind of understood why he said it. Yeah, and in, in a fairness to Leonard Fournette, I, I encourage everyone to go watch the entire Twitter clip. I think he definitely misspoke a bit and was talking, Brian, like you said, about getting to the top of the mountain, just the different level of quarterback, but I agree. I definitely could have worded that a little bit better. All right, let's go to sure. Jacksonville. Here we are. Genuine Jag 13, Mr. O. Does it feel like the Jags' defensive line will be improved against the run? A big question going into this week. Well, it's hard to know, but, you know, I think the defensive line will be better against the run early simply because of all the focus on it. You know, they've harped on it and harped on it. I think the frontline guys will be better against it. What you worry about a little bit, and Brian, you can speak to this, is the unit wearing down, which is what happened last year more than anything. But I think this team will be better against the run because I don't think you're going to see the mental breakout plays that you saw last year. They had a lot of plays where, frankly, Ronnie Harrison was out of position. Miles Jack was trying to cover for people around him. If they're just better not letting those breakout plays go, the 70-yarders hold the long runs to seven yards and not 70, which is the back seven, you can minimize any wearing down that goes on up front. But as we know, Ronnie Harrison's now on a team where everybody's pulling together, so it'll be fine. A <laughs> uh, couple of thoughts. The first is there's so much emphasis on the defensive line and the biggest addition to the Jaguars run defense was Joe Schobert as I alluded to earlier uh, they need someone who is a dependable tackler to clean things up not that the D-line isn't critical to this but if you're looking for one spot in particular where they can be better immediately Schobert should provide that here's the other John you just mentioned you know guys wearing down and this is not a knock against Avery Jones who's a big strong man however if Avery Jones is playing 15 to 20 snaps a game as opposed to 30 to 35 snaps a game, he is a terrific football player. Enter Devon Hamilton, a young guy with a big wide body who will keep some of the pressure off of Avery to play too many snaps. That should really help. That to me is a huge difference to have a guy like that in the rotation to keep Avery fresh at doing what he does best because he's just not that great big wide body guy but he can do a wonderful job if you limit his snaps. Yep, speaking of relying on that rookie class, they're going to rely a lot out of Devon Hamilton out of Ohio State to stop that run, probably more so than they would have thought going into training camp with all that shifting we saw 
on the defensive line. And that is Ozone Snapshot. When we come back, some top tweets here on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hey, Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity top tweets top tweets top tweets top tweets back for a few short moments jags drive time wednesday morning heading to the twitter machine to see what's up this morning this has brian sexton written all over it albert breer nfl columnist for all kinds of platforms is giving the numbers about what the salary cap in the nfl is like and you'll see the Jags there at number four, best cap situation as of right now, fourth overall in the NFL with $30 million to spend. Brian, we've come a long way since the offseason. Well, Dave said he wanted to fix it. He clearly has. If you look at next year, the Jaguars with carryover, because there's really no one to pay the $30 million to, will be number one in the league in terms of cap dollars. Now. Critics will say, rightly so, you don't want to have that many cap dollars. You want to have great players to play. But with the mission being to fix the cap, they've done that. Take it off the list. Top suite number two, a situation we were monitoring relatively closely this weekend was running back Devontae Freeman visiting with the Jaguars. Adam Schefter reportedly saying that the deal could not be done. Freeman previously playing with the Atlanta Falcons. We know all about this running game. So, John, what did we think of this? Is it as big of a deal as it is? We just talked about that cap and, and how much space they have. So possibly that could have been a factor. Well, I think you want to be reasonable on what you pay a veteran uh, running back for this team, considering that, you know, it, I'm not going to say tanking, considering you, you, you're probably not going to be a contender. And how desperate are you, considering that you really do like the backs that you have? Running back is a position where, uh, unless you're really, really special, as you get older, uh, it's not necessarily a given that you're better than young backs with fresh legs. So we'll see how it plays out. I got the idea that the Jaguars didn't feel desperate in this situation. Definitely feel good about that running back room. Talk about fresh legs. 
big game coming up for James Robinson on Sunday. We're going to see all the hype about him, hopefully, coming here soon. And that is Jags Drive Time on Wednesday morning. We'll be back tomorrow and Friday morning. Coffee with the coach coming back. We are excited to have Doug Marone back on this week. We'll see you then.